0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids Podcast. We're going to go off on a bit of a different tangent today on the podcast. This wasn't really planned, but I I don't know, there's something telling me to come in here and just have a bit of a chat. <laughs> really, I want to ask you as a parent how you are doing. Like, truly, how are you doing? And just sitting with that question for a moment, you know, what's coming up for you? And this isn't something you have to share. But I know, you know, we're well into 2022 now. We're past all of the busyness, craziness of the festive season. You know, I think every year over the last couple of years, we're expecting something different to happen and yes things have changed but the last couple of years have been really hard on our nervous systems you know we've had a lot of stress we've had a lot of things to juggle to deal with on top of you know all of that that we deal with on a day-to-day basis as as mums and so I just really wanted to kind of dedicate this podcast episode to you as a mum. Maybe there's some dads listening, but I do know that the vast majority of the audience here at Natural Super Kids are mums. But if you're a dad, this definitely relates to you as well. Um, and we talk so much about how to care for our kids on this podcast in different ways and um, you know, all kinds of different subjects related to kids' health that, of course, we can, you know, utilise for ourselves as well. And I know that that is a positive flow on effect on the things that I share about kids' health and, and how that can also improve adults' health as well. Um, but I really wanted to kind of check in with you and I'd love for you to come on over and reach out to me. Probably Instagram's the best place to do this reach out send me a private message on Instagram or you can email Jessica at naturalsuperkids.com um and you know let me know what you've taken from this episode i'd love to know because i do hope that it's helpful i just really wanted to have a conversation and to share some of the things that i've been doing to look after myself and you know in all transparency my kids are that be older than some of you that are listening. I have a 14-year-old and an almost 12-year-old. She will be 12 by the time this podcast goes live. So, you know, in a lot of ways parenting and being a mum does get easier, physically easier. But there's a lot more complexity to parenting teens. I think there's a lot more emotional support that is needed, which is you know, harder in some ways and easier in, in other ways. You know, my kids definitely don't need help putting their shoes on or, you know, even getting dressed. I remember, back to the days, it doesn't feel like that long ago that my daughter, even when she was able to dress herself, would want me to help her get dressed in the morning. Um, you know, the mornings were, were a struggle, and this year is very different for us. Both of my kids are off on the school bus. At, you know 735. Um so I get this kind of longer day to get what I need to get done. And I am very aware that when you've got younger kids, it's so much harder to get any sort of breathing space for yourself. But I do also think that those are the years that it is really important to to find time to fit things in that can fill up your own cup. Um you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I know, you know, we've all heard that before. Um, but truly, if you're, you know, if if you're focusing on wanting to improve your kids' health and wellbeing for whatever reason, um, then looking after yourself as a mother is such a, an important part of that. Maybe even the most important part of that. Um, you know, so I did just want to want to chat about that. So I have definitely been, you know, through times that uh, stress has gotten on top of me multiple times. And I I joke that if I wasn't a naturopath, I would be a heap on the floor because I do rely on a lot of naturopathic strategies, medicines, um, you know, Foundational things that we that, that naturopathy is based on to look after myself because I am a Type A personality. I'm go go go. I've always got new ideas. You know, I run my own business, which it's hard to switch off from that. Although I've gotten so much better at that over the years, and so I I need those tools and those strategies to kind of keep myself going and they're some of the things that I really want to share with you because you know that they're, they're a continual work in progress for me. Um, but I feel like I'm in a really good place at the moment. One one reason for that is because my kids are a bit older and I have got that that bit of space. but I um, these are things that I utilized even when when my kids were were younger. so I wanted to to share some of these things with you. The first one, so, so important, is sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. I love, love, love my sleep. <laughs> my son actually said to me last night, You and Dad go to bed really early compared to other parents. And we do go to bed fairly early. You know, I'm talking about 9 30, 10 at the latest. Very rarely am I still awake at 11. <laughs> Um, and so sleep is super important and that wind down time in the lead up to going to bed is really important as well and can make such a difference to that quality of sleep. So one thing that we have never done is had phones in the bedroom. You know, we're definitely guilty of watching TV up until bedtime, um, some nights, um, but I'm a big reader and I've, I just love reading before bed, even if it's only you know 15 minutes before my eyes are heavy. Um, but having a good book uh, makes such a difference for me. I actually look forward to going to bed and I'm more likely to, to watch less TV. Um, so sleep is a huge one. And of course, those of you with young kids are probably not getting enough sleep. Getting interrupted sleep for some of you, there's you know there's no control over that. But I also do know that lots of parents stay up too late um, because, and I remember specifically having this conversation. It broke my heart. This lady, um, client of mine, this was years ago, who had. Quite a few young children, maybe four young children, and she was definitely not getting enough sleep, nowhere near enough sleep. But what she said to me is, I avoid bedtime because I know, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have to get up and do it all over again. Um, You know, and she was struggling with a really low mood and mental health and exhaustion. And one of the best, you know, it's that catch-22. One of the best things you can do for your mood and your energy is get more sleep. But When you've got issues with um, imbalances in your mood and your energy, um, you tend to kind of not get enough sleep um, because you're staying up too late. So, And I hear from parents a lot as well that finally you've got some space and time to yourself, so you don't want to waste that going to sleep. You want to kind of do some things that you want to do, even if that is just vegging out in front of the TV. But sleep is, you know, so important, underrated, I think – overall women's mums health could be so much better if we just got some extra sleep and didn't sit on our phones right until bedtime because when we're on you know when we're exposed to that blue light from our phones that is not helping our melatonin production so it's suppressing melatonin production and melatonin is really important to get us to sleep and for us to have a healthy sleep um so sleeping is really important. I love taking magnesium um, to help with that deeper sleep. A combination of magnesium and taurine work really well. I take a product or a supplement, Metagenics Carmex. I don't take it all the time, um, but particularly if I'm, you know, if I'm going through uh, periods where stress levels are up a bit or I'm not sleeping that well, uh, I tend to you know wake up really early and not be able to get back to sleep if my stress levels are too high and if i start if that starts to happen then i'll definitely start to take that that combination of magnesium and taurine which is great for nourishing the nervous system and promoting healthy sleep and relaxation so sleep is huge and that you know that trying to avoid your your phone particularly in the lead up to bedtime can make such a difference to that quality of sleep that you are getting The next one I want to talk about is moving, moving your body. And again, it's a catch 22 because when you're tired, you're exhausted, you might be feeling low in mood. The last thing you feel like doing is moving, but it, you know, exercise is so important, not just so we can, you know, stay in shape or lose some weight. I think those things are, uh, you know, maybe positive side effects, but energy levels rely on our body moving. And it seems a bit counterintuitive, like surely me me expending energy by doing some exercise is going to make my energy levels low. But no, that is not the case our mitochondria which are the little energy producing machines within our cells produce more energy when we exercise regularly and not just for the time that we're exercising you know you've you've felt that before when you 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 start exercising regularly and you feel more energetic moving is a huge one um and i've recently just in the last couple of weeks signed up to an online fitness um challenge and, um, it's been great. Like I've always been fairly good at moving because it does make me feel good. And I sit at my computer a lot. So I've always been good at walking. I do yoga regularly, like a class, a, a, a go to a class of yoga a week. And I usually do a couple of other, you know, yoga, stretching, 20 minute workouts, um, a week as well, because I like the way that it makes me feel. And I get into, we've got a home gym, I get into there every now and again, but I was kind of stuck in a rut with my exercise. I was feeling like I want to ramp it up a bit. Um, I wasn't kind of getting to that period where I was puffed or sweating. I was just kind of going with the motions. And so I signed up to um, 28 with Sam Wood, just I, just on a whim I saw an ad while while I was looking for workouts on YouTube, and it's been really good for my motivation. So it's just these twenty eight minute workouts. Um, I'm definitely feeling sore. My heart rate's getting higher. I'm getting sweaty, um, and I'm feeling good for it. I'm feeling stronger. Uh, so things like that. And I don't think it really matters what you know what program you sign up for. Um, But there's so many different fitness programs, online fitness programs, so there really isn't an excuse not to move. You still need that, you know, that intrinsic motivation to do the workout, you know, to press play, to do it to the end. And that's the other thing. When I'm following a workout, I go for that bit longer and I go that bit harder. Um, So I'd highly recommend if you're feeling a bit stuck in a rut with your exercise um, or you're not doing any exercise, first of all, just start by walking. I think walking is brilliant. Walking is so good for my mental health. Um, I love – I'm really lucky to live right near a big scrub, National Conservation Park, and right near the beach – So walking in nature is my go-to. I couldn't live without it. When we were in isolation with COVID, that's the thing. I thought if I could just walk, I could actually, you know, this this wouldn't bother me too much. Um, But yeah, just walking can make a huge difference to your mood and your energy levels. But if you're feeling like you'd like to ramp up the exercise a bit, then you know, join an online fitness program where you can do the workout when it suits you. uh, So you don't have to kind of stick to a timetable of a class and it just gives you that extra motivation. I'm also loving yoga. So I've, um, I'm doing yoga with my same yoga teacher, um, Kristen Nelson, and I love, love, love her, but she's changed her business. So she's now doing much smaller groups, um, and it's in just this beautiful location in, in the scrub. And it's really, you know, it, it's really a spiritual kind of exercise as well. She's, um, she, you know, we're, we're delving into the the meaning of yoga and every class she has something for us to focus on. So, for example, this week we were, you know, watching, we were just being um, witnessing our thoughts rather than getting caught up in our thoughts. And so, the the, you know, the whole kind of process or um, I don't even know what the right word is, experience of yoga. If you've got a good yoga teacher, it's not just about sort of, you know, doing the poses, but it's this real spiritual connection, connection with yourself. Um, And I really value those that that one class that I go to, it's on a Wednesday morning, um, it's just that that hour and fifteen minutes to myself and it really allows me to tune in. Um, so finding a great yoga teacher uh, can be really amazing and I feel super lucky um, to have have Kristen in my in my life. So that is another practice that I have been, you know, it's just second nature to me and I really look forward to that um, that weekly yoga class. And, of course, eating well. Eating well is huge um, and it's something that is harder and harder with all of the convenience of of packaged processed food, the busyness of our lives, Um, but, you know, eating predominantly whole foods uh, and again, as I've had this flow-on effect of, you know, joining this fitness challenge, which also has, you know, a meal meal recommendations with it, which I haven't really been following. But just doing that regular workout has just made me eat that bit healthier. Um, you know, I was getting into a bit of a rut of having, you know, a wrap for lunch every day, and I'm just making a lot more. Salads with lots of diversity um, in terms of the different foods that I'm putting in there. You know, it's as simple as making sure that you grab that avocado and goat's feta cheese to make your salads much more interesting. Um, You know, if you've just got the lettuce, tomato, cucumber in the pantry, it's not really that inspiring to um, create a salad. But I've been putting, yeah, a beautiful goat's feta, avocado. Whatever protein we might have had left from the night before, sometimes no, like no meat, but um, you know, I might put a bit of chicken or something in there, some sauerkraut, so lots of flavor um, in the salads. And then I I buy this herb mix from my local market, Wollonga Farmers Market, which has different greens and herbs in it, which is really flavorful as well. And having that diversity, lots of different foods within your diet really helps to improve your gut health and that microbiome diversity. Um, so you know it's having that flow-on effect. And that's what these healthy habits do, right? They um, you know, they have that flow-on effect. When we're exercising regularly we're probably not going to reach for, you know, the crappy food as often um, because we're feeling healthier and more energetic. It's, it's making that sort of um, perpetuating negative cycle turn around to be a perpetuating positive cycle. That's my experience anyway. You know, I'll do a workout and I'll have a, a smoothie um, for breakfast rather than some, you know, I don't know, toast with coffee or something like that. So yeah, it's, I, I find these things all really work hand in hand. When we're getting enough sleep, we're going to make better food choices. When we're making better food choices, we're going to sleep better. So they all, they all link and have, have um, you know, those positive flow-on effects with each other. Keeping hydrated really important as well. So drinking plenty of water, having my water bottle on my desk um, is, you know, is a huge um, thing as well that makes a big difference. So when I'm fe- when I'm starting to feel a bit tired, when I'm sitting at my desk, almost always, if I have a glass of water, I feel better. Um, so keeping hydrated, making sure I start the day with a glass of water, every coffee that I have, which is never any more than two. I have a big glass of water. Afterwards, um, and making my water more interesting—putting some lime juice or some fresh mint or something in there, uh, having some sparkling water um, in the afternoon—is a nice kind of, you know, treat and makes water a bit more interesting. So, staying hydrated is a is a really big one. And if you've got little kids, what I used to do when I had little kids at home, every time I gave them a glass of water or a cup of water. I would make sure I had a glass of water because it's so important to keep hydrated, um, and it's so easy to forget to stay hydrated. And in the winter, I drink a lot of herbal tea um, because I'm not really that you know that excited about just drinking water. Um, so I will just have a big mug of herbal tea on my on my desk that I just keep refilling with things like lemon and ginger tea or peppermint tea or whatever it is that I've got going at the time. So staying hydrated is a huge one and makes a big difference. Um, And working less, (laughs) having more rest, being comfortable, doing nothing or resting. Now, this is, again, still a work in progress for me. Um, As I said, having my own business and a business that I love, it doesn't feel like work, I can fall into the trap of working too much and using work as a bit of an escape. You know, when I'm working at home, getting vulnerable here, um, you know, I've had enough of the kids, I've had enough of my husband. <laughs> I'm just, I've just got some work to do. Um, you know, that would be my kind of go-to. Um, and so, uh, and I can always find stuff to do. Um but working less and allowing myself just to sit on the couch and read a book or to go for another walk or to catch up with a friend or to call a friend and have a conversation or to go for a swim. That's something I've been doing way more this summer. Very lucky to live very close to the beach. And so you know, I've just been making that effort to go down to the beach. Um, my, I've been doing this quite a bit with my daughter and we'll go down and have a swim and have a bit of a play either before dinner or after dinner. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I can't be bothered putting the bathers on, getting the towels, putting the sunscreen on, but you never regret Going for a swim. (laughs) Well, I don't anyway. Love the ocean. You know, that um, the sunshine, the healing vibes from the ocean. Um, It's just so good for you. And I've been spending a lot more time in the water as well. Um, You know, I get cold quite easily but just kind of putting up with that and moving in the water. So, you know, playing with a ball or going for a bit of a swim or, you know, wrestling with the kids. My 14-year-old loves to do that, although he's getting a bit too strong now. (laughs) He's really annoying to go for a swim with. He loves splashing, dunking, wrestling, (laughs) <laughs> um, but trying to get into you know he needs that kind of active outlet um, and so trying to get into that with him which I don't necessarily love but <laughs> uh, it's a good it's a good workout I feel like the other day we were playing with the ball and he wanted there was just a tennis ball and he wanted to throw it and then race to it he bet me every time but I was absolutely exhausted by end of it doing that 10 times like you know we always can come up with these excuses of why we can't fit in exercise but if we just play with our kids no matter what age they are um you know we can, we you know, even if it's just running around with a two year old in the backyard, in the back garden, or at the park, it's still moving our bodies, and our kids love it. They love it when we get involved with active stuff with them. Um, so I think that you know, if we can be more active with our kids, it builds that connection with our kids, but it also gets us moving. I've talked about this before. Um, My little bugbear of, you know, I talk to parents all the time that say, I don't have time to exercise, but then you'll see them on on their phone while their kids are doing swimming lessons, whereas they could be getting into their bathers and doing some laps or you go to those big kind of bounce trampolini places, latitude or bounce or whatever. And you see all the mums and dads sitting around the side. It's like, get get in, you know, get on there and do that with the kids. Even though us mums might not, not be able to jump without um, <laughs> you know, pelvic floor issues, there's things that we can do to get involved with the kids. So um, you know, the kids love it and then we get that extra movement as well. So I – these are the things that are really, like, that really are foundational for me for managing stress and looking after myself. Um, there's other things that I do. You know, I do take supplements regularly um, to support the stress response. I I mentioned magnesium before. I take B vitamins as well. I take adrenal herbs from time to time. I take, you know, herbs that support nervous system function and sleep from time to time. So, you know, these naturopathic tools that we have can really help with mum's health. And if you're feeling like you need some support, then we offer, um, you know, support for mums as well as kids at natural super kids and Sarah, our beautiful consulting naturopath, um, is just the most lovely, empathetic, gentle naturopath that is not going to make you you know make all of the really hard changes that the changes that are hard to make when we're feeling depleted and tired and um you know anxious and over it. We don't necessarily want to cut out all the all the things that we like and um, and implement, you know, things in our lifestyle that can be really hard. So she uh, is really good at taking that. Step by step approach, but focusing on those things that are really going to make a difference. So, if you're feeling like you need support, then that is, um, you know, that is available to you. You can check that out on our book and appointment page, and I'll make sure I link that in the show notes. But the idea of this episode really was just about me sharing some of the things that I do. that can really help you. And I'd love for you to reach out over on Instagram, natural super kids, and let me know what you found helpful or an insight you might've had through this episode, or just reach out and say, hi, um, I'd love to hear from you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'd also love to know if you'd like more episodes like this. Um, and I will be back next week with another podcast episode. So I'll hope I hope you tune in then. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com, for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week.